Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast, episode number 74. Today we'll be talking about mastering the pivot, getting the fuck out there and trying your best. Stop sitting around and comparing yourself, feeling sorry for yourself, and also wasting time on things like YouTube and social media. Um, I'm guilty of that myself, but every day I try to incrementally, incrementally improve. We call this Kaizen in Japanese. It means improving with time, always doing your best and continuously improving. How can we be better? How can we master a career pivot? How do we get ourselves to that next level, especially when you feel hopeless, like nobody cares, nobody sees you, nobody hears you, and you don't have the resume? This is a really trying time. Most people are struggling in their careers and they are not happy with where they are at. And if they tell you they are, they might be lying. Like most things in life, people lie. They tell themselves lies, then they believe their lies, and that sort of not living in moral integrity continues its cycle until somebody dies. And you want to ask yourself today, what would make me feel fulfilled in my one life on this planet? What would make you feel your very best on this earth? Say you get 85 years to live, 90, 100, 105. What do you want to do in that period of time that would make you feel like you had a perfect, a purpose driven. I'm not sure if we all have the answers. Everything is subjective. Nothing is black or white. All things are full of color and light and gray in this world. We cannot say that one person's advice is the way. It is not. This is a simple podcast where we relay options to people who need or want to hear them. It is quite often that I get asked, how did you get to where you are? The short answer is hard fucking work. Not stopping. Not getting married, maybe, if ever, or yet. Not having children, if maybe, or ever, yet. And that's all okay. If you choose to do those things, totally cool. If you choose to not do them, totally cool. And if you've no idea what you're going to fucking do, like me, totally cool. No judgment. This is a podcast where we are safe space. We have no sponsors. We are not paid by anybody. And it's public service journalism at its finest. We're on the Wabi Sabi podcast. All things are perfectly imperfect. And we learn from our mistakes, our experience, and our wisdom. If you would like to master the pivot today, please share this podcast with three of your best friends that need career inspiration, and goal advice. I am quite a goal-oriented person. I like to do my best. I love the word success. I love signing deals. I love getting money in my account. And I love running three businesses. Is it easy? No. Is it enjoyable all the time? No. And is it my life's work? No. No to all three of those things. It is rough and tough and nasty, especially now, highly competitive, it consumes most of my time, and no, it is not the meaning to my life. I think the way that we can look at this is to understand that in 
50 years from now, you will be more disappointed in the things that you did not do than the things that you did. So it is important, as Mark Twain says in his famous quote, for you to go out there and leave the safe harbor and pursue all the dreams and goals that you have with your career. It is important to live in moral integrity, to work honest and true. I have seen more scammers out there and more people scamming others to gain followers, money, advance in their goals, their career. This is not the way to work. Karma is a real thing. We practice this very consistently in Buddhism. It is also not okay to speak poorly about others to get yourself ahead. To start a podcast that speaks poorly about others is just another gossip column. And it's also not okay to be thirsty and try to start clickbait drama in a world where we are already living in enough drama as it is. It is absolutely okay if you go out there into the world and try to do good things. Pivoting your career. This is where I'll guide you today. Find the things that you love doing that never actually quite feel like work. Like doing this podcast is really awesome. I wish somebody would sign me for my own show. I've been waiting for that moment for 17 years. I wish somebody would sign this podcast for its own show. I pray for that. And so therefore, I've been doing the podcast for 74 episodes for free, out of pocket, so that I can get to that greater goal. I wish so deeply for you to find the thing that you love. If you love sailing, find a way to make it into a career. If you love cutting videos and archives and documentaries, if so, find a career that creates docu-series. If you love pets and animals, find a career where you can volunteer even with pets and animals and make a difference in their lives. I love bedding and sheets and, you know, furniture and decor. Find a career that allows you to design. Go out there and intern for somebody first. Work for free as an assistant. Pay your dues. Work your way up the ladder. Nobody got anywhere without being an amateur first. Everyone was once an amateur before they became a professional. It goes for photography goes for TV hosts, for anchors, journalists, writers, everyone in the in the government, everybody has had to start somewhere. Most of us have started as interns. Then we moved our way up to assistants. And then from there, your career could go into a project coordinator, a project manager, upper management, and then C-level jobs. Sure, this could be an archaic way of thinking, but if you're really thinking of gaining popularity with your thumbs on a phone, I highly recommend getting the experience in the real world first. When I cooked on the line, it was dirty work. I got talked shit to. I cried near the dumpsters. I cried in the walk-in. That's the fridge. I cried to other women in secret. I did not enjoy that job, but my goodness, did I learn. I can cook faster and quicker and oh, the same thing. <laughs> I can cook faster and incrementally in more um, covers, meaning like I can cook in batches faster than anybody I know. Not bragging is just truth. And it's enjoyable for me. I love batch cooking. I learned how to cook large portions in a very small amount of time specialty that I ended up utilizing later in my life in catering, 
in publishing, recipe development, cooking, editing magazines, judging on food shows, and also writing a plethora of very well-executed cookbooks where people say Candace Kumai's recipes are exclusively foolproof. That is because I learned the craft of writing and developing recipes and executing them to perfection. That's also an obsessment that I have of mine. If you have a hobby or a career that you really love learning and it feels like you're in the zone when you're doing it, like when you're surfing or when you're running or when you're boxing or when you're in hot yoga or when you're meditating, if you can zone out and go into that moment called the zone, it is incredible to see where the mind can go. I highly recommend focusing on only a few that you might love and admire. For instance, I love reading books. I don't know if you guys do too, but the books that I'm reading right now are all people that I truly admire. Marianne Williamson, revisiting Anthony Bourdain's first edition of Kitchen Confidential that I believe came out in 2003. And then I also have been dabbling in like A Course in Miracles and I went back to reading The Untethered Soul, which has been interesting because at first I thought this is just like everybody else's book, but truly it's remarkably done. Very parallel to A Power of Now, um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. These are all people I very much admire. So the pattern is I read books from those I admire and I wish to emulate a career like theirs. I do not read books by people that I am not impressed with. I try to stick to the integrity and goals in my life in which I would like to emulate with time. That is the next point. Please be patient. You cannot apply to a job immediately and expect them to write back to you right away and hire you the very next day. It will take you, in some instances, months, even years to land the career of your dreams you may in some cases have to actually create that career path. For me, I wasn't hired to write books until I pitched my own book proposals and it took months before we even saw an offer. The only reason why I nailed the Shiseido show, which you'll see coming up here in one or two more weeks, is because I pitched the idea to Shiseido. The only reason why I got an Audible book deal is because my literary agent and I went in and I wrote the deepest, darkest, hardest proposal possible. It took me about nine months to complete. And then we went out and pitched it. The only reason why I have any of this work is because I usually went out 80% of the time, created the work in some form of a proposal, and I pitched it. Not everybody says yes. You, bar- you barely actually hear yes. Like t- 2% of the time you might hear yes. I've got a ton of pitches and proposals that went into the pitch and proposal graveyard. And any creative will tell you that they have a graveyard of at least 100 ideas that went to shit. We don't talk about them. We don't cry about them. I don't, I'm not a victim. I'm just saying it's been a rough ride. Especially being a minority female, we do not get praised. And my own mother doesn't even praise me. She likes my cat Cece more than me. Doesn't she? Yeah, 
I'm jealous. But that's okay. That's another story. In the new book in Audible, that comes out, you'll learn so much about my history of culture and development and my pangs with being too Japanese, being not enough Japanese, and shame and absolute like humiliation in my life. I don't talk about it much. You see a confident, very perky, cute, fabulous side of me. That's not really who I am. It's a facet of who I am. I am dark. I am crass. I am funny. I am witty. I am wild. Those are things that you'll see come out over the next few years. As my team and I say, here's my work. Enjoy it. Great. Thank you so much. Now here's the real me and let's get very real. The Wabi Sabi podcast is the only place where we are able to be ourselves. So write in anytime you've got a question, DM me, email info at candiskumai.com, and I'll answer your questions on this lovely podcast. Right now, I'm going to answer a couple of questions that came in regarding career first. And thank you for sending in your lovely questions. You guys keep me very busy. All right, so this one comes in from Jennifer. She says, Candice, your work speaks volumes for itself. Thank you. It's very hard to see that most of the time. (laughs) What is the hardest part of being in your chosen industry as a minority female? Well, that's funny because we just talked about that. Um, The hardest part is being a minority female. (laughs) Uh, That means you're invisible most of the time. An old white male typically will get your job before you, unless it's Victoria's Secret, then I can nail that. And um, times have changed. So when I started, I remembered working with um, a lot of Japanese nonprofits and the older Japanese women there loved the old white men who cooked. And they took the job of everyone that was actually Japanese. So it was very strange. Now that we've moved forward and we have the Black Lives Matter movement to thank for this. Now, minority females are seen and heard. We are starting to give credit to those where credit needs to be given. The indigenous people that come from Japan should be the teachers, not the older white men. It is very interesting to me how this took so long to perfect and correct but we are doing it. So I'm proud of everybody for opening their eyes. If you get a book on Wabi Sabi, buy it from a Japanese person first. Give credit to a real Japanese beauty brand and do your research on where, who, and what these products that claim to be Japanese, the places that you're going, are they really important, you know, in your career path? And is the company that you're working for or going to work for making a difference when it comes to diversity and inclusion, cultural appropriation, and cultural appreciation? I will say that again. Make sure you look for people who help to promote diversity and inclusion, cultural appreciation, and they understand the full definition of cultural appropriation. Those are really important. Things are about to change here and we need to be aware of our surroundings and what we're contributing our valuable time to. Number two, is it harder to get exposure? Well, that's subjective because some people really enjoy looking at attractive women when they're going out on the playing field and they want to emulate somebody who has a physique that they want. So my Clean Green Drinks book sold wild 
um, Clean Green Eats. I did not put myself on the cover of on purpose, but my felt physique, because I work out consistently for at least five to six days a week, typically is something that works with marketing and advertising. It doesn't make me any better or any worse. It kind of is what it is. When it comes to food and wellness, athleisure, health, and modeling, the way that I look has helped me. When it comes to being taken serious in books, in journalism, TV hosting, being an anchor, writing, reporting news, or going up against any white male chef, it has worked against me. It is only in certain instances where people have looked at my body of work for 17 years and said, holy shit, I think this girl might be extremely smart ahead of her time and is actually the future of media in her space. Very interesting, right? I'm going to be like old and withered by the time anyone takes me fucking serious. Lastly, what kind of help do you need? Oh, Jennifer, all kinds. You could get me a drink, a joint. You could get me a beach resort in paradise to go lounge at. I'll be in a thong looking at all the server boys, admiring and drooling, checking them out. (laughs) A fun factoid. Honestly, I think I've said this before. If you're a single girl, if you become um, an avid surfer and you start going out every day and everybody knows who you are and they talk to you, it's a great way to meet men. It truly is. Um, kinds of help. I'm glad you asked because we are hiring. We're hiring a production assistant that can be virtual, but in-house we need a camera operator in LA or a director of photography. We need a virtual assistant or an assistant in LA, executive assistant. And then we're also looking for a remote graphics person who does graphic arts. Anybody who is in the podcasting space is also very welcome. And you can apply for any job you'd like by submitting a resume and cover letter to info at com. Thank you for your questions, Jennifer. And we'll get into some more personal ones later that correlate with the pivot in one's career. I want you to know that sometimes you have to hit the darkness, a wall, the rock bottom before you can make it to the top. Somehow, if you believe in doing the right thing, if you work with integrity, if you know the right people and you treat them with respect, if you treat yourself with respect, if you are healthy, kind, and a pleasure to work with, if people love being around you and you are a light and you emulate the light and you are just sweet as sugar, bees love that sweet honey. And they like sugar too, but honey, bees, you get what I mean. Okay, bees love flowers that bloom next to each other and pollen and happy girls. And as Aubrey Hepburn once said, happy girls are the prettiest girls. Any one of you who smiles and you're sunshine and you're beautiful and you're a pleasure to be around, you're an absolute pleasure to work with, you will get rehired every time because people just want to be around sunshine. There is so few of that and so few of you available every day. Companies are looking to hire that. So be on time for your interviews, be on time for your jobs and work, work with the utmost integrity, stop looking around and start looking within, do the self work, make sure that you're a better person with each passing day. 
and do something every day that makes a difference in your career. For instance, today I will commit to the podcast for free, uploading it early so you can listen to it on a holiday. I will make sure that I take one team meeting with Jordan. We talk about strategy. We talk about development. We talk about socials and we talk about upcomings and then we edit and perfect. So we work on several different videos that are coming up soon and we talk about strategy for the next steps. Surround yourself with like-minded, beautiful women that help you and encourage you. And by that, I mean You know if you are friends with some shitty people and you need to just sort of move along in your life, slither away like a very sneaky snake, just set a boundary and move along. Because sometimes the most toxic people around you can be people you are working with. And as my former therapist, Dr. Bryant, used to say, Candace, don't let them take you down with them. Rule number one in lifeguarding. I'm going to leave you with wondering a few other things about your life. And please write these down as we move forward in today's progression. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Just by listening to this podcast today, you've already done something to help to improve the position that you're going to be in. Give yourself a round of applause for getting through this pandemic and onto the other side because you did it. If you are in debt, I have a whole chapter on that coming out in the new book, believe it or not, and it will be so useful to each of you. Listen to the other podcasts if you need financial help on finances. And then if you also need to think about a great contribution to the world, write down your top three goals for right now in this moment. My goals would be, I'm grateful for my health and I would like to maintain it as well as my family's health and my friend's health and my cat. I'm also really grateful for the opportunities that have come my way. And I will let these companies know just by showing them that I will give them my best work. So the goal in that instance will be, please keep bringing the jobs, send them our way. Because having faith in restoration of your career path, no matter which direction you take the pivot, having faith that good things will come in divine timing is what you do need. And lastly, one of my other goals, and maybe you have another one on your list like this, is to make sure that the light in my work, the best side of my work is seen and given to the right people at the right time. For your gifts that you share with the world, your given talents that were given to you by God's grace, those should be the things that you should focus on and you should make them into a career. Please don't ever say to yourself, I can't get there. I don't know how to get there. I'll never be that. Don't say those things. You can absolutely master the pivot. Leave that old job. Who cares what they're paying you? If this is supposed to be your sign, let it be so. Leave. Move. You will be disappointed in yourself for the things that you did not do. And for this, I am grateful 
that you are here to listen and I'm here to help as much as I can. When we think about career paths, we can think about the trajectory of one's life and knowing that not everything is going to happen the way that you expected it to. So we must let go of expectation. We must let go of criticizing ourselves and others. And we must have infinite compassion for ourselves and others and being patient and kind and knowing that when we go out there for the next job, whether it's an internship or beginner entry level position, we are humbled. We have no ego. Separate your ego from your career. We should be full of kindness and gratitude and knowing that we are all on an even playing field. Sure, a skill set does put you at another place, but you are no better or less than any other individual around you. You are no better or less than any other individual around you. That is the truth. And when we start seeing that we must treat everyone with the utmost respect, that we must be kind to everyone because we do not know what they are going through, we should be grateful in the moments of time that we do not have suffering and pain, and we should try to help others along the way as much as possible, and you can always make time to help others. Have you ever thought about just writing a love letter to a woman that you admire? I admire Cynthia, my favorite chef, when we used to cook for Jay-Z and Beyonce. She laughed. She was hysterical. We smoked weed. We went shopping. We prepared meals. She would do drugs and drink, and we had a great time. It was perfectly imperfect, and it was also the inception of my culinary career as an assistant to a celebrity chef. We cook for all the stereo boys who own that club stereo in New York and the Hamptons. And we fucking nailed it, man. And we were not perfect. We, we, as I said, we're a shit show. We are ourselves. We cooked good fucking food, made great drinks, stiff ones. And we had a great time. It also opened my eyes to the reality of the world. So in this instance, a lot of us just need to move. We need to get out of where we're comfortable and we need to spread our wings and fly. Because if I never took those jobs with Cynthia, I would have never have cooked in New York and Malibu and LA, the hills. And I left my job as a line cook at Roy's in LA to take a job with her because she said, you don't want to be a fucking line cook. Candace, you want to be, you know, you're better than that, sweetie. She was right. Sometimes you just need a Cynthia in your life. And for Cynthia, I am grateful. We were on Top Chef together many years ago. God bless. (laughs) Well, when we think also about pivoting in our careers, I want to talk a little bit about integrity and the phonies. So integrity means that you live and breathe within your moral integrity. That when you say something that you do it and you live it, and when you live it and you do it and you and you say it like you are who you say you are, that's moral integrity. There are a lot of people out there, especially in my space, that are dangerous because they're pretending to be experts in spirituality with love and light and kindness. And yet they don't know 
anything when it comes to the virtues of being an honest and real person living in moral integrity. That means you don't speak poorly about others. You don't use others' losses for your gains. You don't applaud others going down. You don't, don't, don't participate in cancel culture. That is just so wrong. Not cool. Go get a life, dude. Fucking read a book on knitting. Go knit a pair of socks. Don't participate in dirty work. It never turns out right. Stay away from people that give you a bad feeling. And if somebody is bothering you or harassing you in your workspace, leave them. Set the boundary up. I need you to protect yourself and protect your peace. That is an important way for you to know the direction to go towards. This is a little bit scary, but true. Eight years ago, I was looking for an assistant in New York. And there was this amazing girl. Her name started with a C and her last name was K also. It's not me, but I just want to protect her privacy. And she was going out for a job with Harvey Weinstein as his executive assistant. And then she got an email from my agency at the time about working for me as my assistant. She interviewed with Weinstein and then she interviewed with me. And at the very end of that fork in her road, I couldn't be more far different from Harvey Weinstein. For some reason, she chose me, even though I paid barely anything because I I simply couldn't afford it at that time. And I was much smaller, a very small fish in a big pond. And I had virtually nothing to offer her except growth and learning in a world of bright light wellness, health, culinary management, and a skill set that she could just use anywhere. And she chose me and I could not believe it. And then years later, we wrote to each other when all of the news came out and we said, wow, isn't that interesting how your sales were guided by an intuitive feeling? And although I don't participate in cancel culture at all, the way that you have to see it karmatically and through Buddhist principles is you really have to say to yourself, I see the good in everyone. I realize that people make mistakes And I will believe and hope and pray that I can have infinite compassion for you. So that's what we have to do is I have infinite compassion for Harvey and whoever else is in that wheelhouse. It must be hard. And so for that, we do not cast people out of the group. We are better than that. It's hard. I get it, you guys. But mastering the pivot means constantly learning to reinvent yourself with grace, wisdom, poise, kindness, hard work, skills. You cannot expect to be the head of this company if you do not have the experience and the years under your belt. Make sure you pay your dues before you have expectations. And if you're not there yet, honey, you probably just have years of work to put under your belt. 
I look back at me, the girl that was sitting in her apartment in Brooklyn, writing books, scrimping her savings, cashing out bonds her parents gave her when I was like five. Oh man, I was legitimately like at the bottom of my savings account. I'll never forget what scarcity felt like. And instead of having a scarcity mentality, I've tried to master the pivot. If I can't make money off of beauty or wellness right now, then how can I make it with fitness and books and publishing and media? If my production company is suffering on this end and we're bleeding out cash here, how can I find a local who's smarter, closer by, who'll give me a better rate? How can I work out and negotiate a rate on this camera gear or this lighting with this production company or that rental house? How can we shoot at a different studio where we can save a third of the cost and have a third more space? There are so many answers to little questions and making tiny little pivots. Like last year when the Olympics ended and I had nothing, I felt the pangs of what most Olympic athletes will feel in their lives. Loss, grief, saying goodbye, feeling like a loser. And I had to get back on my feet and say there is so much more than the Tokyo Olympics. This does not define me. This is not the highlight of my career. It is yet to be defined. And it is a moment in time in my career where once I did all the reporting on all of my segments, all five of them, with the best of my ability, all for free and out of pocket. Every time you see me on the Today Show, it is an unpaid job. I left knowing that I did my very best and that I wasn't a loser, but rather a total winner for following through ganbate, as we say in Japanese. We always do our best. And for that, I give myself a pat on the back for doing well. In your case, if you are going through your own personal suffering, it is absolutely okay. For life itself is suffering. But now we must figure out the pivot. How do we move from the Today Show and utilize that footage and saying, I am an expert in the area of Japanese wellness, lifestyle, travel, and cuisine, and I am the authority on this space. That is what we did. And then I changed that career into a pitch to Shiseido for their own series. Always master the pivot of what's next. Plan ahead. Plan your next job months before. Accommodate yourself. Stop looking around. Look within. See how you can help others. Find people that you are really drawn to and ask them how you can help them. Don't be an asshole and don't let your ego lead the way. It will only lead you into mass destruction. It sure did for me. And I can't wait to tell you guys more stories about how my ego ate me alive for years. (laughs) Moving on to some personal juiciness, because I know as women of integrity, we also like to help each other when it comes to... Uh, love and light and being of service to others. So if you haven't called a girlfriend to tell her that you love her, do so today or just call someone and say hi. Okay, so Julie A. writes, for today's pod, here is another question. During a friend breakup, how do we handle the mutual friends? Obviously, no one wants to, quote unquote, take sides, but you know damn well it's being talked about 
I want to be classy and high road. But when your life gets dumped on by a friend, it sucks and it hurts. Help me to be cool and classy. Oh, Julie, first of all, you are cool and classy. Second of all, we can't please everyone. For when you are for everyone, you are for no one. If you want to be Switzerland in the relationship, you will really not feel all the feels. You'll sort of just be numb and limp and wilting. Welting, as my mom says. Oh yeah, you see, flowers are welting. Mom, it's wilting. Oh yeah, the L R Paul, Paul called. When my mom said Paul called when I was a kid. Uh, Dodo called. Uh, Laurel. Dodo. I do think that everybody goes through an intensive, very deep learning process of gratitude and presence and that is called a friend breakup it is a learning curve and an arc we will have it with business colleagues we will have it with friends we will have it with our family members and you have to be the person that is in control of her own destiny that means that when it feels really good you keep the friends you love And then when it feels really wrong, uncomfortable, you just let the friends go. Like I said last episode, when the flowers and the petals fall, you just let them go. It's not something I wanted to do in my lifetime either, Julie. But if we hang on and have so much expectation of something and it doesn't pan out the way that we would have hoped, it's okay to let the flower petals fall where they may. Because next year, new buds, leaves, flowers, they bloom. And we are nourished by our friends who stay by us like our rider dies. Everyone else, you can just let them fall by the wayside. So just kind of do your own panning. Pan for the gold. See what stays. Sift. Shift. Sit in it. Meditate on it. Breathe. And one day you'll look back on your life and you'll understand why every little puzzle piece fell where it did. There will be answers. There will be questions. Some things are better just left unsaid. You move on. People want to talk about you. You let them talk. They're always going to do it. For those of us women who remember the Eleanor Roosevelt quote last week. Oh God, now I have to remember it by heart. Okay, ready? Okay. Small minds talk about people, (laughs) mediocre minds talk ideas, and brilliant minds or great minds talk, I don't know, oh, sorry, mediocre does events, and then brilliant minds talk, oh god, I don't remember what it is, I'm so bad, I didn't even 
do any, you know, drinking or smoking or anything this weekend. Boy, am I dumb. Sorry. <laughs> Small minds. That's it. Boy, I'm dumb. Sorry, you guys. Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. Just remember that. Don't forget, you guys, to sign up for the newsletter as usual to give this podcast its five stars. It very much deserves. And if you have any other questions for me, don't forget to DM me or email me. Remember that we are hiring right now, especially in L.A., if you go to info at candicekumai.com, I-N-F-O at C-A-N-D-I-C-E dot com, C-A-N-D-I-C-E-K-U-M-A-I dot com. I think I'm a little bit out of it. Maybe it was the bread. I'd like to blame things on other things, even though it could just be me. But I love you guys. And remember, mastering the pivot means that we must adapt to change. It is the only sure thing that will happen in this life. Don't get upset if you don't get hired right away. Have patience and know all things will come in divine timing. If you need to rework your resume, absolutely do so and update it. I would say that you could build on your resume if you feel like you're moving into a new arena of work. So building resume means getting a volunteer job and writing about it. Make sure that you get the experience and you pay your dues in your designated field of craft. Be a good person to others. Be a pleasure to work with. Do outstanding work. Live in moral integrity. Don't live in lies. Don't cancel culture. Don't participate in anything that is poorly speaking about others. And if you can, tell a woman of gratitude that you love them. Reach out to someone you used to work with and say, hey, by the way, I'm looking for a new job if you happen to know any openings in this field. Totally just go for it. All balls out. What have you got to lose? I mean, I had to compete against old male white chefs forever who were like, yeah, hey, sweetie. You know, all kinds, all kinds. God bless them. Their time has come. They know it. They have to pass on the torch too. And, you know, there's some really nice ones out there, too. It's not all bad. Wabi Sabi. Thanks, you guys. I love you so much. Cece says. Let me give you a little meow, meow. Oh, yeah. The baby hiss. She is so grumpy. Do you guys have grumpy cats, too? Have a great week, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, share this podcast with three people or out there and master the pivot. Go out there and fucking do it and stop talking about it. All right. Thanks.